Welcome to Demo Jockeys. I'm Jack Cochran. And I'm Adam DiTomaso. And uh, this month we are talking through Just Effing Demo by Rob Falcone. This is our third episode talking through the book. Uh, if you've missed any of the previous episodes, you can find them anywhere you find your podcast or on YouTube or check out demojockeys.com. Our site, you can view uh, previous episodes as well as the books that we've read in the past, the ones we're reading in the future, and any upcoming guests that we have, and more. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, if you are wanting to make sure you're getting ahead of it, as well as this is a book club, we'll go through a new book every month. Next month, we're going to be going through The Storytelling Animal by Jonathan Gottschall. Uh, so do pick that up. We'll have links in the description and episode notes for you to check out there. So Adam... Jack. Have you ever had this happen? You're done with the demo. can be on site or it could be via Zoom and you kind of do the debrief afterwards. You're done. You join the debrief and everyone's like, hey, this great demo, high fives, congratulations all around. And someone goes, did we set up any next steps? <laughs> ever had that happen? Yeah, I've been there. I've been there that that wonderful sense of accomplishment that you just killed it and just everybody crushed it just we didn't get a it. single question it was fantastic we must have <laughs> just did. read their they minds they just let us talk the whole time without an eruption they thought we were presenting was so great I and mean, that's <laughs> oh, coffees let's go get starbucks yeah yeah I've we're gonna forecast this deal it's a guaranteed winner yeah but Forecasts you didn't set up any next steps so in that moment what's the feeling um Crushing horror. <laughs> no, it's it's backpedaling. It's it's it, it, to be degree. I think it's the realization that what you did wasn't as good as you think it was. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, you you left the room and the customer listening didn't even say, "Hey, what's our next step of moving this forward?" They're just like, "Great, thanks for your time. We'll see you later." Um, you definitely don't leave feeling like we're partners in this together. Right. No, there's You've no not established a credibility of working as a team, so to speak, with the person who's looking at buying. You've not established that yet by any means. No. No, you haven't. And the, th the thing is, is, is that can be, it's funny because there, you can practice your demo on your own. You can record your demo on your own. There's a lot you can do. You may have even had some great dry runs with the team, but sometimes you don't know how it's going to go until you actually get there and do it. Right. And you have to start to kind of self-analyze. Sometimes you're lucky enough if you get a recording, you can go back and watch yourself. Listen, maybe I talked too fast. Maybe I just didn't take a single breath and no one had the opportunity <laughs> to ask a question. Was, was this a monologue with no breath, right? Did right. that happen? Right. But more often, I feel like when that happens, when I've analyzed it at least, because this was still a little bit of a leading question, as all of my opening questions end up being, if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you've not developed a sense of connecting with the customer, and you've left it on yourself to the point where, hey, we're talking about us, we're talking about us, and we're done talking about us, and we leave, as opposed to engaging and helping them to realize that we're there for them. Right. And so the topic we want to talk about today a little bit differently than I think even Rob potentially mentioned it. He talked a little bit about the we versus you. Um, and there's a couple points about this, which is why I think this will be really interesting kind of back and forth. Um, where Rob specifically talking about how you want to replace the we in your conversation 
with words of you. Like, for example, instead of saying things like, we can do this, this feature will do this, what our product does here, and we're talking about us, to switching about using our product, you can, you would simply, this will allow you to, and removing the focus away from you onto the you, which can do a lot. And one of those things is it can help to build a sense of working together towards solving the problem that your customer has. Right. My my thought on this is is interesting because I mean there there is the concept of saying I'm going to walk you through the reporting capabilities of our system. Well, I mean that's what my trainer is going to say. Or okay, great. I, I like the concept of wheeze. I actually prefer the wheeze myself. And part of the reason why is because I want to bring up the idea of saying, okay, we're in this together, like you said. We're going to do this all in one in one clean shot. And do we all understand this? Because the dangers, in my opinion, of saying I'm going to do this is directing your comment to one person in the room, potentially the most technical person in the room, which could ostracize unintentionally less technical people in the world, room who may not have the personality to say, I don't get it, or why are we doing this, or yeah. whatever their question may be. Yeah, I mean, and so you're saying using the the we in that instance more of, of a bringing the whole room together as opposed to focusing in on just, just one person. Right. right. Which, which I think is fundamentally, I think, the direction of Rob's point a little bit. Because you, you're taking the focus even further off of you and your product and your feature set and more talking about the things that we are going to do as opposed to it, I, I, as opposed to it being a, we, as far as like, just, we are company, which I think right. is more of what he's trying to say. Don't focus on the, we are company, focus on the, the, we slash you in the room, no matter how you kind of might want to pronoun the room, so to speak. <laughs> right. And I think one way to address that or one way to talk to the room is Walking in and being consultative. When we're we're talking about pre-sales here at the root of our of our whole podcast is pre-sales to a degree, and or just that ability to manage the room and talk to the room. And mm-hmm. one thing that we realize as pre-sellers is our salesperson is selling, but that's not right. really our job. So we don't have to sell. What we can do is be consultative. So to get to that consultative state, I think having a, a pronoun like we're going to do this or we, we should be thinking about it this way, meaning that I'm thinking about it this way. Do you agree with me? Are you thinking about it this way? And now is your chance to make sure that we're all thinking about it the same way. And now that we've done that, we should put together a plan of how we're going to execute. Because right. I'm not selling. I'm assuming that you got me here because I can solve your problem. This is how we're going to solve it. And what are our next steps to solve it? It's basically assuming the deal is closed before it actually is. But being Ooh, I like aware that's that. not the the uh, using that involvement of kind of bringing the room together to say, you know, uh, it gets you even further out of training mode. I think when you've got that mindset as well, because uh, I'm assuming that you're bought into what we're doing, and we are just figuring out how to get that done. Right. I mean, you've got that mindset. One, you're never going to have the situation where you're going to leave a room without having a next step established because. Right. You know, it's actually kind of kind of bringing back to something that I had to learn a long time ago about getting together with friends, um, which is 
um, and you've probably experienced this. You know exactly where I'm going. You know, you get together with somebody. You get, maybe it's someone you've had a you don't connect with all that often, but you get together. You're like having a great time, and at the end of the day, you're like, "Hey, let's do this again sometime." It's been so long. Why do we take so long to do this? Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Bye. <laughs> you leave, Later. and then you two months go down the road, and you're like, "Wow, why didn't we get together again?" Well, it's because you didn't set it up. You didn't have this, hey, we both want to make sure that we don't go another two months without grabbing a beer again. Right. So let's go and set that up on our Let's go, hey, what, pull out our calendars right now. Uh, next two, two weeks from now, I want to go grab dinner over here uh, because I want to try out this restaurant. Do you want to go with me? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, put it on the calendar. Then you've got a next step. It's the You're- same concept for your meetings. You're setting the expectation for communication. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, setting the expectation for communication. Yeah. And that hopefully it'd be something, too, that uh, you're (laughs) setting the expectation that they should also be able to capture if we're about to leave a room without doing it. Like, you you do this enough times, right? And I get back to my personal analogy. You do this with friends enough times, and it it becomes a natural thing. With some friends and my wife and I get together with it. Every time we get together, we're like, well, when's the next time we're getting together? Like it's become a natural part. And that's what you want to get to with your customers that you're selling to. You want it to be a natural thing that if you forget to ask, they're going to ask, oh, hey, do we have a next Do we have a next time set up? Because the next time, remember, we wanted to go through this. Like they're walking you through getting the software purchased. Right. It's no longer about you selling it. It's about them buying it. Right. It's about enabling them to buy more, buy better by helping them to make sure that, hey, we've always got these things. Here's our track plan. We're going after that. Uh, what's the old, the old phrase of it is a joint execution plan, which is yes. like really, really old seller phrase. <laughs> but it's valuable when, when you both have agreed upon what it's going to take to get it done. Then it's not just up to you, the seller, to figure out and make sure you're moving someone along. But hopefully the customer is sitting there going. Uh, you were going to deliver a business value proposal to me next time. I really want to know about that. What's that got? What's like, that? What involved? does that mean? Yeah. And I like business value. Oh, yeah. How do I do business value? <laughs> <laughs> business value is good. Helps with ROI. Everybody loves ROI. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, I, I think this is a really important idea because you want to set up that next step. Like you said, you want to have that to do. And one of the advantages of that is because. This is an opportunity as well to judge interest. If you are pushing, I mean, the two degree, respectfully pushing, like, what are our next steps? What are we going to do? Our last slide says next steps, question mark. You're going to see that one a lot. Um, if, but, but you should never have the question mark behind next steps. I don't, I don't know about that. That's the whole point, is why do we have a slide that says next steps, question mark? We should be coming in and saying, here's the next steps, in fact, being I would think a great thing for a customer is for them to know our next four steps include. I like that, actually. Because they've only been through purchasing software once, maybe twice, three times. Right. If they're, if they do. We're selling this every day as sellers. We know what it takes to get done. We know we're going to need to do a business value workshop. We're going to have to have an executive briefing. If you're working with anything related to IT, there's a whole security review you're going to have to go through. You need to you know, set up a, some time to talk to the business folks. If this is more technical and technical folks, if it's more business, you know, all these things, you know, your steps, you've sold enough to know that customer doesn't. So why not That's tell them, point. Hey, by the way, 
if this is a technical thing, um, how long do your information security reviews take? Three months? You want to close in two? We should start that yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't know these things. You should be the partner to bring them into the fold to talk about the steps that we want to take so that your next step slide could almost be like a checklist that every time you have a presentation or a meeting with them, you're just checking stuff off. And it's like, remember, these are our next steps. These are what's coming. And it shows, I mean, that's that's actually great. And that shows a lot of good project management too, which when we get into implementations and you and that handoff and mm -hmm. you're just setting up your implementation for success because you're giving them that checklist. You're saying, here's all the things that I've done. Here's what I know is true and factual. And this is the scenario they're in. That's yeah. going to make their lives a lot easier. It will. And yeah. that's, hey, and if someone walks in, if I'm buying from someone and they show up on day one going, here's what it takes to buy our software. I'm going, great, because I have no idea. <laughs> I sell software. I don't know how to buy software for the life of me. I'm like, literally, when I when there's a vendor or software I want to buy, I go, I, well, uh, uh, you, I think you know this. You went through some selling process. We worked together. You went through selling process with me. I was like, who, uh, what do we do? <laughs> I don't know what to do I next. I don't know. Adam, do you know? Like, I felt cases, like a fish out of water. How, how even are we using this? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like I'd, I've never been through the process before. And, you know, it's, uh, I, I mean, I hadn't very much. And it's, that's the thing is we forget how difficult this can be on the other side of the table, right? And we need to be bringing them in wherever we can, frankly. Absolutely. And, and I'll just comment on that, on that last funny part about the idea of us buying software. I'm actually going through that right now. And uh, mm. it's, it's fun seeing demos from other people. I, just being on the other side of the house, it's like, ah, oh, this is nice. I like this. Uh, I didn't have to prep for this as much as normally. Uh, I know you prepped a lot longer than I did. Yeah. Woohoo. So that's always fun. And, and it, you know, it, it, there's two sides of it for me. There's the idea of, yes, I'm okay. This is what I need. And I actually, with this last one, I was very prescriptive. I wrote down what I needed, what I exactly wanted. And I said, I'm going to make your life easier, BDR. I'm going to say, here's the three things that you need to transfer to your sales folks and your SC on exactly what I need to see. And if these are what I see, this is what make me happy. You know what they said back to me? Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Great. <laughs> on the calendar next week, boom, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, when you sell to sellers, you always hope that the sellers will make your life easier. Yes. And when they don't, sometimes you look at them and go, you know what you are. I, we all know you're holding out on me. Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> we know those tactics and tricks. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, so one thing I did want to get back to around the we versus you is something that um, I think is actually important to cover. There's some things about using we that can be done wrong. I think this okay. is where Rob was getting at to in his book. We kind of went a little bit of a tangent based upon the topic, but I think these things are important to talk about where a we can often result, as Rob says, in just a meh from the audience. Um, where it's things like, I'm going to walk you through the reporting capabilities. I'm going to, um, I'm going to, you know, we want to show you all the different ways that we can do something. We want to, um, once you do this, we'll be able to see X, Y, and Z. Where all you're doing is just featuring someone to death by talking about all the different ways that we do things. All right. Because in the end of the day, if you're just focused on all the things that we do as a software company, you're missing the point. And that, I mean, there's a lot of what we've been talking about today, what we've been talking about the last, you know, two episodes as well. 
if you're not focused upon what the customer cares about, you're going to miss. You're going to swing and a miss. You have to be focused on their value. And in the spirit of partnership, along with knowing you pre presenting them what the next steps are, your discovery has to be focused on what's valuable to them so that the we that you're talking about is important to them, which is really the spirit of what Rob's talking about in the we versus you, I think, focusing on the you as opposed to the me. I agree to that. I, I absolutely agree to that. And I think you kind of hit on a um, probably one of my most favorite fundamental points. When the, the, your primary goal is to show the value of what your product can bring to that business. Now, there are methods um, that are better than others to execute that, that vision. And we're going to try to help teach everyone those better methods. But be comfortable with what you're doing, but be confident and calm in the idea of what you're delivering is going to bring significant value to this company. It's going to bring a positive output. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thought that you want to have in your mind, that I'm helping these people. I'm helping them execute their business goals, helping them grow their business. And when you have that thought in your head, then you can start to think about the idea of how we're showing it, how we're getting into agendas, getting into buckets, but also how you're going to speak to it. And it's, well, like that. And it's using this combination of we's and you's. Yeah, I, I like that because that's, it's again, keeping that focus where it belongs first and foremost. At the, mm -hmm. the end of the day, if you're if the end goal is the success is sale, hooray, well, then you're going to be focused very much on you. If the end of the goal of what you're talking about, and as if you're a consultant, you're a solutions consultant, you're a sales consultant, you're in pre-sales consulting, even if it's a sales engineer, you're a consultant. Get over the title, you're a consultant. <laughs> Everybody's a consultant in that regard. Uh, you are focusing on the end goal for your customer, which does not end at contract signature. Yep. It ends at, it doesn't even end at them starting to use your software or your technology. It really ends at when they start to get the value that you've talked about from day one. When they're starting to see the return or the gains or the revenue or whatever it means for them. Until that point, it's all just hopeful, right? It's hope like they get the signature. Now they're hopeful that the deployment team is actually going to pay attention to them. Right. Once they start to deploy it, they're hopeful that stuff's actually going to work. All the way up until they're actually seeing value, it's all just hope. And that's not what you've been selling. You don't want to be selling hope. You want to be actually selling the value and driving them to that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's going to be about as much time as we have to talk about the we versus you. This has been a fun conversation. Um, before we wrap up the episode... Uh, though we do have to stop by the demo zone for this week. Adam, what do you offer us in the demo zone? All right. In the demo zone, what we're going to be talking about today is, hey, is that a potato? That's what we would call a limbic opening. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, a limbic opening. Mm, okay. a, a limbic opening is, is kind of a, a way to start your demos. It's a way to grab people's attention. Uh, and it's basically something that can be related to what your topic is. It can be a small joke and be unrelated to your topic. But it's a great way to initially grab the attention of everyone in the room so that they're focused on you and what you're actually presenting. Alimbic, referring to your limbic brain, your lizard brain. And that's where we're basically engaging your immediate response of like, oh, I need to pay attention to this. It's very sciencey for us today, Adam. Yes, very sciencey. <laughs> I love this opening, and I and I've actually known been known to do it as a joke. I have done some things in certain presentations, um, 
that were like way what's, off what's the a good, wall. What's a good like? What's a good example of of a good limbic opening that you've loved to use? Oh, a great example of a good of a, an limbic opening. I'll tell you the best example I've ever seen, and I, I didn't okay. do it. Okay. I didn't Even if it wasn't it. you, I want to hear it. Yeah. But this is remarkable. I wish I could remember the gentleman's name, and I'll I'll make a reference on our website to him, and potentially even link up the video. But this gentleman was considered one of the great great public speakers of our time, and to actually get the attention of his audience as he walked out, as he was introduced, he walked out. He didn't say a thing, and he walked up to the microphone, and he reached into his pocket of his jacket, and he, without saying a word, opened up a pack of cigarettes, took that cigarette, and put it right in his mouth took a lighter, clicked it, and started moving it towards his face. And just as he had gotten there, he went, what? And I guarantee you that every person in that room had their <laughs> eyes glued on this man. And he didn't light the cigarette, but he was expressing the idea of doing something that's not expected in a situation to gain the attention of your audience will make them, by their own nature, by scientific human nature, pay attention to what you're saying and actually engage in your conversation. And it'll actually inspire a bit of trust in what you're saying too. Because it was funny, he part of his spiel, if you will, or his, his, his talk was how he convinced a group of people that smoking was actually okay. I mean, if you're, if there's really, it's, it's the third killer, so it's not even the first one. So, hey, you know, there was a lot of great little <laughs> tidbits he did, but that was probably the greatest limbic opening I have ever seen, and I will post a link to it on the blog. Oh, yeah, please do. Now, I do have to put probably the disclaimer here. We do not endorse going out and buying cigarettes and a lighter no. and opening up your demos that way. But I love the idea of think of something you can do that's different from the, hey, can everyone see my screen? Okay, great. So let's get started. Right. Exactly. Don't waste your first few words that you're gonna say. Right. Let's let's be more mindful of your opening. And if you can make something that's gonna engage the lizard brain, I like that more than limbic the lizard brain. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely brain. do it. You, you should definitely do it. Uh, thanks for that trip through the demo zone, Adam. Uh, I'm excited. Next episode, we're gonna have Rob Falcone, the author of our book, is actually gonna be joining us on this podcast on the show so make sure you tune into that uh if you're just listening on spotify you can find us on youtube if you want to see the the videos of this or again as i think we said before if you don't like the looks of our faces you can just listen to our voices <laughs> you can radio voice. to that uh but yeah thanks for being here and we look forward to seeing you all in the next episode take care see you all next time bye